0: Another term I like to use uh, is advocate marketing. We're seeing an increasing need to make that a higher percentage because it frankly just works really well. There was a study by Gartner recently that said 70% of B2B buyers agree that customer stories are actually you know, the best way for um, them as buyers to actually understand differentiation in a credible way.
1: you're listening to the Client Catching Podcast, the show that uncovers how high-performing service-based business leaders are successfully navigating the ocean of complexity around growing their business. Now, as anyone with a talent and guts to start a business knows, it takes a lot more to grow one than just being great at what you do, and you can't do it alone. So this podcast will show you how other captains of their own ship, just like you, have found the right strategy to catch more clients, simplified everything, and transform their business. So if you're ready to do the same, then jump aboard and join me, Adam King, host and the captain at Think Like a Fish, and let's go fishing. Hey, it's Adam here, and thanks so much for tuning into the show today. Now, before we dive into the episode, I just wanted to let you know how you can get hold of a free copy of my book, Conversational Relationship Marketing. Because inside you're going to find 10 golden rules for B2B and professional service firms that consistently create client sales opportunities and drives revenue growth. And you'll find out how to do all of that using professionalism, ethics and good manners. So what you can do to get your free copy is go to the podcast gift page at thinklikeafish.co.uk forward slash podcast gift and when you get hold of the book what you're going to discover is a simple strategy to ensure that you consistently have a full calendar of motivated and qualified ideal potential clients who want to discuss doing business with you and what I'm literally doing is giving away the exact entire strategy that my clients pay thousands to implement with them not only that I share throughout the book links to templates frameworks and workbooks that you can use to actually implement this strategy and get results and it's all for free no strings attached. In fact, there isn't even an opt-in. So please make sure you go and grab your copy on the podcast gift page at thinklikeafish.co.uk forward slash podcast gift. And if you want to grab some of the other gifts and resources that I offer there, please help yourself. So I hope you go and get the book, I hope you read it and more importantly, I hope you do something with it. And when you do, I'd love to get your feedback on the results that you've got. But until then Let's get to today's episode. Hello, welcome to the client catching podcast. Now, regular listeners to the show will be pretty familiar with me banging on about how important it is to deeply understand why your clients buy your services if you want to attract more of them. That you need to think like the fish, not the fisherman. Because you can't catch a fish with chocolate cake, even if you love it. Because fish love worm, right? Now At the same time, you need to apply this thinking when it comes to attracting, catching and growing your client base. But this isn't easy to do. It can be time consuming and other things they generally take priority. So it gets left to guesswork and chance far more often than not. But. What if there was a way to combine getting this kind of deep client understanding while at the same time reducing friction in your sales process and driving more revenue by utilising what can only be described as the ultimate conversion trigger for your business? That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Then if you think so, make sure you stay tuned because my guest today is going to show you a system where your clients essentially sell for you using engaging social proof that converts prospects into paid customers. He's a serial entrepreneur in the video marketing space and currently the founder and CEO of Testimonial Hero, the customer video company that helps B2B marketing leaders better communicate value through the voice of the customer to reduce friction in the sales process and drive more revenue faster. And as not only do we all love to hear what other people say about us, and especially when it's nice things, also the best way to convince prospects that they should buy from you is having your existing and past clients do it for you. So you're going to absolutely get a ton of value from today's episode. So I'm absolutely delighted to welcome my guest today, Sam Shelper, onto the show. So Sam, welcome to the Client Catching Podcast.
0: Thanks, Adam. It's great to be here.
1: Ah, you're absolutely welcome and um yeah barring a, a a mini sort of disaster just before we jumped on I spilt my tea all over my uh, my desk and um yeah I, I I got in here and I was a little bit all over the place so um yeah, I'm glad that we are having the conversation because what we're going to cover is is i mean we've already had a bit of a conversation around this, and you and I can probably geek out on this for hours, but we've got a small window of opportunity to do this so why don't we just sort of start out? When it comes to, I mean, what I loved when we had the first conversation was how you described what you do as being the voice of a customer. So why what, what does the voice of the customer mean to you?
0: Absolutely. So, you know, I think it's, it's really about, you know, similar to think like a fish, you know, you have to, you know, uh, give fish what they want. It's the same thing with, with prospects and buyers, right? Uh, you have to, you know, give them what they want, and and increasingly, that is um, to hear directly from the voice of the customer, right? And you know, so it really comes down to, you know, buyers want to hear directly from their peers. Um, you know, they, they, they've it, they've heard a lot from you know your sales team. That's helpful sometimes. They've you know your own content is helpful, but at the end of the day. As buyers, we all want to hear from uh, our peers, and um, when I talk about you know voice of the customer, that's what I mean. Really, it's all about uh, harnessing the voice of the customer to you know make you all of your sales and marketing more effective.
1: Because yeah, I mean, we can say as much as we like about ourselves, but there is no one more powerful than other people doing it for us. And I think there's. Yeah, we live in a world at the moment where there is so much noise, so much going on, and and we can effectively say what we like about ourselves. And when it comes to that, and when, when we're giving the sales message, there's always the understanding that the person doing the selling has something to gain. And what I love about what you guys are doing is that you're actually flipping that. And you are giving the voice of the customer to actually help what, help other people understand the value in what it is that a customer does. And actually, it I don't know. Do you think it could replace, theoretically, doing any other form of marketing?
0: You know, yeah, it's a great question. So it, it, I think there, there, there will always be a place, um, you know, for, you know, more traditional marketing. Um, I, but, you know, I think what we're seeing is a increasing need um, and, you know for um, to you know increase that that you know voice of the customer content um, another term you know I like to use uh, is advocate marketing uh, so you know we're seeing an increasing need to make that a higher percentage because it frankly just works really well um, there was a study by Gartner recently that said, 70% of B2B buyers um, you know, agree that uh, customer stories are actually you know, the best way for you know, um, them as buyers to actually understand um, you know, differentiation in a credible way. So you know, if I'm buying an, an, you know, a B2B service or product, I'm trying to understand, okay, like, what does this do? You know, how is it different? And you know, trying to understand you know, where it fits in the marketplace you know, hearing directly from a customer is incredibly helpful there. Um, and and as a buyer, I know I can trust that, right? Um, I don't think it's going to, it's never going to replace uh, completely. But, you know, increasingly, we're already seeing that the, the best marketers and the best revenue teams really, you know, upping that, you know, percentage of uh, customer content as opposed to, you know, their internal uh, content.
1: Yeah. And I kind of loaded the question that was, you know, could it replace the whole marketing? You know, obviously we still need other things that go with it. But I think what really where I was going with that is I don't see enough people leading with it. Mm. And I don't see enough people really understanding the power behind a customer story. Because that's what you do I mean you, you your company is called testimonial hero and that might sort of spring off some you know thoughts or ideas about what it is that you do so before we go into you know other things why don't you sort of give a, a kind of overview of the of, of what you guys do and and the process that's involved in it
0: yeah ab- absolutely and um, one thing I'll, I'll say is is yeah I think it's a really interesting question you know why there's a lot of stats out there you know around like the power of advocate marketing and, you know, uh, customer voice, leveraging customer voice. So maybe that's something we can dig into later is like, you know, okay, if it's sort of common sense, plus we have the data to back it up, it, that it works, you know, why aren't more people leading with it? It's a really, you know, interesting question. I have some kind of, you know, theories on there. Um, Definitely. And yeah, so for, for testimonial hero, um, you know, our focus is really uh, customer video. So, Um, You know, broadly speaking, all types of, you know, customer voice are important, Um, but increasingly, you know, video is just the best way to, um, you know, the preferred way to, you know, consume information, you know, in the B2B buying process. Um, You know, 70% of uh, B2B buyers, you know, research potential purchases by watching videos, Um, according to Google, who has definitely has the data on that. Um, you know, 90% of customers, you know, report videos, help them make purchasing decisions according to HubSpot. And, and generally speaking, uh, companies that use customer videos have a, you know, 34% higher conversion rate. So um, there's many types of, you know, social proof and, and effective advocate marketing, but we just feel like, you know, video is a great, uh, and is, you know, Bang for your buck is, you know, just pound for pound is the most powerful thing. Um, And and yeah, we're we're completely focused on really, you know, taking something that can be a little bit, you know, complex and just simplifying it and making it frictionless, both for, you know, our clients, as well as their customers who have to appear in the video, Um, because that is incredibly important, right? Um, You know, when you ask a customer to, you know, do a sort of advocacy, you know, activity, whether it's filling out a review online on a, you know, G2 or a similar site or appearing in a video testimonial, you know, ultimately you want to make it as frictionless as possible. Um, Even better, you want to make it a two-way exchange of value, right? Um, Which is another thing we can potentially talk about, but basically you always want your advocacy, you know, one quick, like, you know, snack tip is like, think of how can I make, you know, my advocacy activities that I'm getting my customer base to do a two-way exchange of value um, Mm -hmm. where they, you know, my customer also gets value. And and that could even just be, okay, they get some, you know, career capital by appearing in the video. You hold them up to be a real expert in a spotlight and, you know, put the shine spotlight on them make them the, the hero of the story, um, looks really great, they can share it, um, you know, in their network, and it just makes them look awesome. And um, that's just one example um, of, you know, a way to, uh, you know, kind of make that two way exchange of value. But I think that, that, that's critical is, um, you know, whenever, you know, we're asking for customers for advocacy activities, you know, how can, how can we make that a, a two way exchange of value is an incredibly powerful mm-hmm. question.
1: Yeah. And, and it always has to be, doesn't it? It's not, it's not a question of, right, well, you know, we've delivered you a service, you liked it, therefore you kind of owe us because there's already been a mutual exchange of value. Like, you know, currency has been exchanged, that kind of thing. So, you know, it's there. So you kind of almost have to start at the beginning when you're asking for the next step. And that's a great example of uh, two-way value. Another example um, that springs to my mind is if you are the client of someone that also serves similar kind of clients and customers, you get to kind of get in front of maybe their customers by talking about their experience with you, but also how it's then improved, say their process their systems or or whatever it is that helps to get their clients results because you're working in a B2B space. So there is, you know, that, that kind of exponential networking impact that could happen as a result. I mean, have you found that something that can happen?
0: I do. I, I, yes, absolutely. I think another one, um, is, um, you know, in addition to that is sort of, um, you know, the value of, of making, Uh, you know, someone sort of like an insider in, in terms of the, you know, shaping the product roadmap, right. Um, That is, you know, you know, people like to, you know, obviously, like, uh, it's if you can make someone, you know, feel like they have a voice and, and, you know, genuinely do that, um, you know, make them part of, um, you know, sort of like that advocate community. And now we're sort of talking a little bit about like communities and and that's another, you know, key part of advocacy. Um, But, but, but yeah, like um, just kind of giving them a voice, giving them, you know, an inside view and, um, you know, being like, look, like we really appreciate um, you doing this. um, And, you know, uh, you know, you know, there's an expectation that like, you know, as an advocate, you know, they have now have a voice for, you know, uh, and you're, you genuinely are going to rely on them. Ah uh, to really shape the, the the product roadmap for the future. and um, that's very valuable, not only because it helps them get a product that's better, but it's just you know really uh, intrinsically rewarding to be able to um, mm. you know influence um, you know things like that.
1: yeah, well, when it's kind of like that psychological thing when you feel that you have ownership of something or you're part of its creation, you feel more attached to it. It's kind of like that whole thing when you know, people talk about IKEA furniture. Mm-hmm. The reason why people are so attached to IKEA furniture isn't because necessarily it's the most beautiful piece of furniture. It's because it took you blooming three and a half hours <laughs> to... Make it because you got to step 22 and realize you'd screwed up on step 14 and had to go back and redo it again and all that kind of thing. So you were invested in the creation of it. And that's why, I mean, I don't know if that is part of the reason IKEA has become what it has, but it's, it's a similar kind of thing, isn't it? It's, you know, if you are feeling part of, um, either a creation or an evolution of something, then you are more likely to stay engaged. So, um, yeah, I think that's a very interesting point. So I mean, the focus really of what you guys do, it's it's pulling out, you know, for, for layman's terms, testimonials from a client. But it's far more than that. And you do it via video, you do, you know, pre-COVID a little bit now, so sort of in person, but you also do it remotely. But it's far more than a testimonial, isn't it? And why don't you sort of give us an example of something like what, what the end product looked like for somebody if they have Gone through the process with you guys, what do they get at the end?
0: Absolutely. So yes, it's, you know, um, you know we really believe in that, you know, customer uh, video, um, whether, you know, you call it a video testimonial, or a video case study, or, you know, video success story, whatever you want to call it, it's not just a, you know, checkpoint that, you know, you use, like, you know, at, at a, you know once you're trying to push a deal over the line, though it can be very effective, um, you know, in that respect, it's, it's really not just like a, a mid funnel checkpoint. You know, the, the idea is, uh, and, you know, my core belief, uh, and really the driving belief, you know, that really drives everything we do is that the more you can, um, you know, kind of sprinkle, um, you know, customer voice specifically, ideally in the form of customer video throughout the buyer journey, Know the easier um, you know sales and, and you know becomes the and and ultimately you know what is the purpose of B two B marketing if not to make sales easier right that's you know really the uh, the, the the entire purpose of B two B marketing in my opinion mm-hmm. um, and you know what makes you know sales easier uh, well first I think you you have to have a great website right um, you know that that goes without saying once you have a you know and obviously you have to have a great product and a great offer but like. You know, once you have a great website, like you need, you know, great social proof and you need, you know, great uh, customer stories because that's just going to, um, it that just reduces friction like so much in, in the sales process. It's, it's crazy. Like, um, you know, in, you know, that's, that's, you know, when I speak to our customers, that's what they say we feel it ourselves, you know, we get on calls with people and, you know, we always one call close in general, because before the the call, you know, they, they took the time to review our, you know, you know, 10 plus customer testimonials and customer videos. So like they're, they already like uh, have, you know, heard directly from our customers and like just speeds up the sales process, like so much. Mm -hmm. Um, It's honestly, um, it's just, you know, kind of, uh, so effective. Right. And, uh, that, that ultimately that's, that's why I do it. Right. Um, th- and that's why our customers do it is like, um, thinking back, you know, going back to your whole, you know, um, you know, metaphor, which I love, it's like, think like a fish, right. You know, give the fish what they want, you know, give the fish what they value. So, you know, I, I, I you know, the fish, the prospects, like, um they they don't necessarily value like another white paper especially you know in in you know today right um but they do value you know short engaging authentic customer videos that are specific and you know really you know give them insight to how people like them are seeing success uh with your product or service so yeah it's it's really that simple it's like it's you know think like a fish uh and today you know um you know the fish uh, want uh, authentic customer videos.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and and I mean, there's so many things that I can see use cases for this, which may or may not be what some of your um, clients have done. But you know, things like um, the boring FAQ page on a website. Well, if every um, commonly asked or frequently asked question was actually answered by a customer or a client, then how powerful is that? Like That's amazing. Like that like that would be a massive differentiator. And you'd have that constantly kind of selling for you 24-7, frequently asked questions. Well, we can answer them or we can actually um, share the experience of a customer or a client that has gone through the process and bought with us and all that kind of thing. Huge. Watch what yeah. they have to say.
0: That Yeah, that's massive. Oh, like, that's a massive value. Yeah.
1: I mean, just think how much... Yeah, you know, depending on the size of business or anything like that. But I mean, it just, my mind goes towards the opportunity here with every business that if you have your 10 most commonly answered questions or asked questions and you are able to um, get an answer essentially from a customer that's already been through, I objection handling gone kind of thing. It's like, you know, it's yeah, I mean, that's maybe it comes back. You know, do you need any other form of marketing? I don't know. Um, but you know, there's so much in there as well. But I mean, if somebody's hearing that and thinks, oh, okay, that's not a bad idea, I just don't know how to go about doing it. I mean, do you have any ideas or tips for anyone that was thinking, right, okay, I, I, I get this, I like the idea of it, but I just don't know where to start? How am I even going to get my client to agree to do this? And then, second, how am I actually going to physically do the videos? What questions do I ask? Have you got any tips on that?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, Now th- those are both, you know, great questions. I think, you know, for getting clients to agree, um, you know, there, there's a couple things. I think the, you know, the, the, the first thing is, you know, make the ask as simple as possible, right? So, you know, make it. You know, remove any reasons, you know, why they would say no, um, essentially, right? So, you know, don't ask them for, you know, several hours, you know, ask them for a quick 30 minute, um, you know, video call that you can, you know, even just record via Zoom. That's a great way to kind of get started. Um, So, you know, step one is, you know, make it easy to say yes to, don't make it a crazy ask. You know especially if you're getting started um so you know and 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 i i should mention i mean that's really you know we we do on-site videos as well which are obviously you know a bigger ask we're sending videographers you know to you know offices we have a you know global network of of these videographers but even then you know we only ask for one hour of calendar time with the you know interviewee so you know, no matter, you know, what method you do, you want to be, you know, thinking about, you know, how can I make this as easy as possible, right? You know, secondly, you know, you know, I always, you know, let people know that, you know, you don't have a chance to, you know, absolutely review everything before it's published, right? Just a simple, basic thing, but like it helps assuage people's, you know, potential, you know, hesitations, right? You know? Um, and, um, and then, you know, anything that you can do to make it very clear that this isn't, um, you know, just about you as the marketer, uh, it's really to shine a spotlight on them and celebrate them, uh, as a expert in their field goes a long, a long way. Right. And, and that, that can be, you know, kind of implied, or that can be you know explicit, but but the idea being, you know, if uh, if people understand that you um, it, you want to hold them up as like a you know sometimes I hear the term like lighthouse account. So like one of our like customers mm-hmm. who's you know just really you know example of like just knocking it out of the park, innovating with our solution, you know. Um, you know, people like to be held up, you know, in their industry as, as a, as an expert. So, so yeah, if you can, if you can do those, there's three things, um, to, to recap, you know, make it super simple. Um, you know, it, you know, it could be, if you're getting started, it could just be like a 30 minute, uh, zoom recording. Um, and, um, you know, let them know they'll have a chance to approve everything, you know, nothing's going to get you know published, uh, before they give it the okay. Uh, and then lastly, you know, don't forget to, make it clear that, you know, you you know, kind of implied or, you know, explicit, this is going to be, you know, hopefully valuable for them too, in terms of like a, you know, personal and career kind of PR. Um, And then the question becomes, okay, what questions am I going to ask them? Right. Uh, Mm Because, you know, good, uh, good questions. It's sort of the the garbage in garbage out thing. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, there's a saying in kind of, you know, Marketing and programming—it's like you can't make chicken salad out of chicken bleep. So um, you know you you have to at or, or
1: as we say in the UK, you can't put lipstick on a pig. Yeah, yes, um, <laughs> that's yes. One
0: that we say. That, I've heard that. But one it's too. the same process. Same, yeah, 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 same process. So like, so it's all about you know when you actually have that you know opportunity, asking the right questions uh, to get really good content that you can then. You know, purpose multiple versions of throughout the buyer journey. Um, and, you know, so, uh, so basically, you know, good questions, good, good answers. Uh, the inverse is, is also true. You want to start with really good, you know, raw materials to, to work from. So basically um, yeah, that, that is, that, those are the, you know, the, the, the things that I would say, I would kind of leave people with.
1: Yeah. And if, um, if anyone is still sort of thinking, okay, well, maybe I need some examples of these questions. I know you've got a, a great resource that people can go to, which is on your website, and we'll give out the link at the end, but um, definitely go and have a look at this resource because it's, um, uh, what is it? It's the 15 questions to ask to get great stories from your customers or something like that. Isn't
0: exactly. It? So yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's, it's a framework um, that you can uh, kind of plug in, you know, uh, your, you know, your brand name and your customer's name and you have the 15 best questions that we've used in over uh, 200 uh, B2B uh, customer interviews, uh, customer video interviews. So, yeah, basically, if you're not sure where to start, grab that framework, uh, grab that template. It's, and I think that will get you, um, you know, that will get you extremely far. And then you can even add a couple kind of custom questions to that.
1: Yeah. So definitely, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get the URL at the end, but um, there's, there's a couple of things I just want to sort of like um, come back to um, just for clarity. And, and one of them is the the most simple way. And if, if sometimes I think that we as humans, we as people in business and all this, we we kind of turn ourselves in knots by overcomplicating things. And if you're sort of thinking, how do I get somebody to agree to do this? Well, the simple answer is just ask. Like if you've got customers and clients that are happy, as you said, just make it make, make the ask simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Hey, I know we got some amazing results for you, and I'm so glad that we were able to add value to you. I'd love if we could just get on a, a Zoom call and we could have a conversation about your experience. Are you up for that? Boom. Like, it's not a difficult ask. Um, some people will be afraid of being on camera all right, well, we'll keep the camera on and all the rest of it. Don't worry. We have ways of being able to edit it so that you're not actually on the camera. We'll use some fancy motion graphics and all the rest of it, some music, blah, 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 blah. We just want to capture your story. Like there's another option. there's so many options that you can do. So don't, uh, I find that the, the with any of this kind of thing, the simplest thing is to just think about who are the kind of clients that you love working with, that you would love to go and, you know, you're quite happy to go and have a beer with, give them a call and say, I'm doing this. Are you up for it?
0: It's <laughs> so simple. true. It's so true. Yeah. And, and I think the way that you sort of, you know, phrased it was really good, um, you know, in terms of like, you know, you don't have to like overcomplicate the, the first ask just like you know maybe like three or four lines in a short email mm-hmm. and and you know you know i like to you know say something i like the phrase you know would you be open to or like including that um and, and i like the you had something similar that i also really liked but it, it's just like you know um you know hi you uh, know mr customer um you know saw that you ha- had some really good you know, I'm so happy about, you know, something that happened or, you know, saw you had some, you know, love this new feature, quick favor to ask of you, would you be able, would you be open to, you know, just a quick 30 minute conversation, you know, talking about your experience, you know, using you know our solution, you know, no big deal either way, but you know, if you're, you'd be open to that, I would really appreciate it. And you know, something like that. And, and yeah, I think another thing to that point is there's no, you know you don't have to ask them for you know you don't have to use the testimonial word uh you can just mm. you know ask them to talk about you know their experience you know and, and you know what and you can even say talk about your experience um as well as you know give a little bit of feedback uh so you know that's just one thing like if, if you're if you're hung up on like you know making it feel too formal don't use the word testimonial and and, and um mm. you know just ask them to talk about their experience.
1: Because what you've just sort of touched in there, um, whether that's knowingly or unknowingly, but for me, this is the real power in what you guys are doing for your clients and the real power in the voice of the customer and the customer story. And that you're looking for feedback. You're looking to understand the experience. And what that allows you to do is really get an understanding of some of the things that are really good with what you're doing, you will find out things that were not so good that you, you will understand things that happen during your sales process that you are like, I never realized that they valued that we need to put that a little bit more front and center when we are having conversations. So as a marketer, and there's always that kind of, um, you know, cats and dogs, sales and marketing and B2B businesses and all the rest of it. If If you're doing this as a marketer and you find something out, from a customer, from doing one of these, you can then go to your sales team and go, look, we didn't realize this. Maybe you didn't realize it, but our, you know, this client has just spoken about this particular part of the process that they absolutely loved, but we don't talk about it at all at, you know, whatever. I suggest you lead with this kind of thing. And all and I, for the life of me right now, I cannot think of an actual example, but I, I, I'm hoping you're starting to see where you can go with it because you get this feedback. It's constant real time. So You're building an asset and an asset base of customer voices and customer stories while at the same time it's giving you the ability to actually improve everything you do before they even become a client and i don't think that is something that people always think about when it comes to this kind of thing they think oh well i just need a testimonial to you know show that somebody has got nice things to say about us right right but the power is 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 so much there's so much more in it, which is what I, yeah, I, I love what you guys do. I think it's awesome.
0: hundred percent. And like, you know, yeah, like you said it, it, that you can learn about, um, you can learn about, you know, new ways to completely revolutionize, you know, how you deliver your solution. You can, all you know, you can learn about, you know, new ways to market and, and sell that, you know, you, you can pick up on, oh, wow, we were using. You know this term. And this is what we thought the value, the chief value was. But then, you know, after talking to customers and getting these customer videos, um, we've learned that customers use this verbiage and and they love this term. And, and this is just like what's resonating with them. So, yeah, it's really, uh, you know, it, there's just so many uh, aspects, you know, that you know you can derive value from. I think the, the only you know challenge then becomes is like, well, how do you still keep it? uh, you know, short, right. Or relatively short. Mm. Um, and, um, and yeah, then that also comes down to just that's where
1: where a system comes in a good system of questions. And, and, and it's not just right. We're just going to fire up zoom and I'm just going to have a chat. No, this isn't like that. You actually have to have a strategic, um, approach to this. So if you're going for, let's, let's use the previous example where you're looking for, um, the 10 answers to the 10 most, asked questions, you would need to structure your questions around that. Or you would need to be able to select the clients that you would be talking to in a way that you know that they went through part of that, and that would form part of the actual questioning. So that's something you, you would need to think of. So it's not something that you would necessarily just go and do. You would sort of need a little bit of time to think, right, what am I doing? What do I want to um, get out from a story perspective. And there's one other use case that I can think of here as well. Um, as if we haven't got enough of them. I mean, you know, if, if, if anyone's still listening, A, well done for listening to uh, us geek out, but why aren't you going out and doing it? You know, it's that kind of thing. But I, there's so many cases here. I can just think that after, again, you're always thinking what's the next step. So after you've done one of these um, testimonials uh, or Story interviews or anything. And when you've got the finished product and you show it to um, your client, you could simply email it or you could say, let's have a bit of a watch party, right? Why don't we view this together? You celebrate it with them. Wasn't that awesome? Excellent. Now, considering all that experience that you've had and what you've just explained, is there anyone in this, in a, in a situation that you were in before that you can think of that you know that might find what we do valuable? And why don't we just brainstorm a couple of people? And maybe then we could make an introduction. Like that's taking that beyond, 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 beyond. And it goes, you know, it, yeah, there's there's so many use cases for this. Um, you know, as I say, it can replace all your marketing.
0: <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Yeah, in, in fact, it's funny because like, so for the first, um, you know, we're about to go into our fourth year of Testimonial Hero. I think for the first year, uh, we didn't have a blog. All we did maybe it was the first year and a half that actually that was all of our marketing. And, you know, we, we were able to grow uh, the company significantly, you know, 400 percent, you know, over those two years. So we actually, um, you know, basically, you know, that was all we did. Like bare minimum it's like we just did projects for clients and we got testimonials from them. And then that was literally all we did. Um, are, you know, obviously, and we, we did a lot of cold outreach and use those testimonials in our sales function, right. So that I think that's another thing that you know, is, is a uh, you know, probably a separate episode. But it's like, uh, when you have a sales team, you know, how do you operate operationalize these customer videos for sales enablement? Um, because mm-hmm. that is just a, a huge opportunity. Um, you know, when, whenever you have, you know, there's, there's nothing better than, um, a customer video when, uh, to, if you need to follow up with someone or reactivate someone, uh, cause prospects will always take a look at another customer, right? They might not always, you know, care about, you know, your latest blog post that you wrote, but they'll always take a look at like what a peer or, you know, someone similar to them has to say. Um, so yeah, just from a sales enablement perspective, um, I think, you know, that is a big opportunity that we all as marketers, uh, you know, can take advantage of.
1: Yeah. And um, as you say, I mean, we could probably fill, um, you know, another episode with all sorts of other use cases and ideas for, um, for this. But um, I think the smartest thing to do is first to um, go and find out a little bit more about what you do, go and get hold of the download that you offer. So why don't you tell us where to go and get that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I, it's just on our, on our website. So our, our website is, uh, testimonialhero.com. And, um, if you go to our site, you'll see it. Um, and yes, it's the 15, uh, you know, ultimate B2B testimonial interview questions. Uh, and that's the framework that we use.
1: Yeah. And, um, I've got, I got, I grabbed a coffee. Um, and yeah, it just completely makes sense. It gives you a very, very clear structure on how literally anyone could do this. Um, so go and get it. And, um, if they wanted to reach out and connect with you personally, Sam, uh, where's the best, where are you most active? Where do you like to connect?
0: Yeah. Um, I think I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. Um, so yeah, LinkedIn is, is, is great. Um, and yeah, if anyone has, you know, wants to, you know, reach out with any specific questions, my email is uh, Sam at testimonial com.
1: Perfect. Well, um, I hope a lot, I hope a number of people that are listening do actually um, take you up on that offer and, and, and at least have a conversation because um, seriously, the, the opportunities and the use cases for this, it can really not, not just sort of, um, you know, do all the things that we have spoken about and all the rest of it, but the, I think one of the key things, it can really simplify how you think about crafting your messaging and your marketing, because you're not sitting in front of that um, blank screen anymore with that blinking cursor that's kind of giving you the middle finger going, come on, write me something. Um, you are basically using the voice of the customer as your message. And let's be honest, it's the most powerful message that you can have. So start with that and watch, you know, just watch, watch things change in your business and and, and how much easier it becomes to um, craft marketing. It's, it's the entire ethos I started my business around. I never claim to be the smartest um, or the best copywriter or um, come up with the best ideas because I don't. I go to the people that actually have all of that, all of the knowledge, all of the, you know, the experience, the customer, and I pick their brain and they'll tell me. And sometimes I literally will pick out their words and put it on a page or whatever it is, because it is far more effective than anything I could ever come up with. And so if you go and, um, you know, check out what Sam does, or if it's inspired you to go and do it yourself, then please do go and do it yourself and and share it with us and and kind of, you know, give us some examples of what you've, um, what you've done. But um, if you want some help, go and um, go and check out what, uh, what Sam does. So um, thank you ever so much, Sam. This has been an awesome episode. I've really enjoyed it. And I, uh, yeah, there's, there's so many things that people can um, hopefully use to um, grow their business. So um, thanks very much for your time. All that's left to say happy fishing.
0: Thanks, Adam. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. And, um, you know, if anyone has any questions, yeah, feel free to reach out. Um, Ultimately, I I think you said it best, like, it's just a shortcut, right? And so um, good luck uh, to everyone out there. And hopefully, uh, can land some more uh, customers with uh, customer video.
1: So there we go. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got some great ideas and and found it really valuable. And you've got some things that you can now go off and do in your own business to help grow your business and attract and catch more clients. And if you have found it valuable and you can think of just one other person that may find some of these ideas helpful and, and, and help them grow their business, please share it with them because they'll thank you for it. So also don't forget to grab a copy of my book, Conversational Relationship Marketing from the podcast gift page at thinklikeafish.co.uk forward slash podcast gift. And all that's really left with me to say is thank you ever so much for listening today. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there you could be listening to. You've chosen this one. And for that, I am truly, truly grateful. If you're a first time listener or a, or a long time listener and you haven't yet subscribed to the show, please make sure that you do because you'll get updated of the latest episodes every time they come out. And if again, you are enjoying it, I'd really, really appreciate a honest rating review on Apple Podcasts. I read every single one personally and they do really mean the world to me. And yes, they help others find the show. If you're able to do that, again, I massively,
0: massively appreciate it. But until next time, happy fishing.